1: I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to ride. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and that crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. My
0: life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. Alright folks, oh my god, what was that in the fucking darkness I just heard there? <laughs> Is that an Alexander? Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh. I just stubbed my pinky toe. That's for the Patreon folks, I get to see that. <laughs> Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, Behold, Behold the Pale Podcast. <laughs> yeah, he was doing it big. I think he jumped the gun a little bit before that, but the world <laughs> will never know due to the fine techniques of editing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, brother Alex, how you doing over there today? buddy?
2: I'm over. doing good. How
0: you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, buddy's behind the boards. Buddy, we hope you're doing fantastical over there. Um... I guess maybe if you wanted to chime in, you could, but, you know, you could be restrained with problems. You know, we talked about the medication last week.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I think he has a little laryngitis right now.
0: Yeah. Something like that. I heard. So anyways, welcome back to behold, the pill podcast. Good to have everybody, uh, back in the building. As you can see, you know what I mean? Packed house over here, behold the pill podcast. And, uh, you know, we want to pop into some crazy, cool stuff as usual. You know what I mean? Um, we want to do a little rundown of some of the, the most crazy, extremely dangerous, they like to say, uh, religious cults. You know what I mean? I know my, my brother over here, Alexander the Hog says, my God, every religion's a cult, you know, and you should stray and be, be careful. Um, you know, and who's to say what the reality is, you know, with religion, I feel it's more of a, uh, I think everybody should be spiritual, you know what I mean? We'll say that you should have be in touch with something that is greater than. Well,
2: just... <laughs> well I, mean, when, I mean, religion is great until it gets
0: organized. Okay, when when you got, you're just an unorganized person. That's why you yeah. say that.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel with you. I, I, I mean, the thing is, when you start having people having power over other uh, people, whether it's religion, government, or you know, a, a pecking order in the orgy. Okay, it's it's whoever's in in uh, in charge. And unfortunately, always ends up, uh, the power goes to the head. And, and, and as the old saying goes, absolute power crops absolutely. And that is always evident in religious circles and even more in cults. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, like I said before, honestly, what's a huge difference between a cult and a religion? Time. I mean, when, when Christianity came out, I mean, as far as, 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 as people are on that type of concern, there was a cult. Yeah. You know, following this Jesus guy? Who the hell is this Jesus guy? Bullshit. Oh, my. And, uh, there's only one God. There's Yahweh. Yahweh
0: or your way?
2: It's, uh, yeah, your way. I'll or do Yahweh. it Yahweh. But, yeah, and of course, uh, Difficults have been and have been uh, known to, uh, of course, cause a lot of mayhem and, and corruption. But then again, so has many religions. So, slippery without slope. further ado, you want to uh, uh, crack open that book and uh, bring out some of those infamous cults that we have to be uh, careful of.
0: the slippery slope, slippery in blood. You know what I mean. When you got to cut off the headdo, let it float down. Let it float down. The key, we all float down here. The key is to float down. What is this, Dead Kids of Derry? Also <laughs> part of the Media Network. Shout out to those guys and gal. They're great fakes over there. Um, but for sure, you know, I like to, in a time like this, I like to think of a great quote by one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite authors, I guess you could say, of the science fiction kind, Arthur C. Clarke. From two thousand one, a space odyssey. You know him and my man, the Coob, You know who the Coop ain't no stranger to some conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? Uh, They put the the
2: remember he's the one who did the uh, moon landing
0: and um, eyes wide shot, which was like one of the biggest conspiracy peeling back the curtain type vibes. (laughs) I think there was cinematically, Um, and then he died shortly after. You know, poor Coob. We're always down with the Coop over here. But, you know what they say. So, you know, one of the greatest tragedies in mankind's entire history may be that uh, morality was hijacked by religion. What do you think of that, Alex? (coughs) Well, here's the thing.
2: Yes. uh, It's sad but true, but people need someone, whether it's a religious uh, doctrine or something, to you know, instill and teach morality, okay? Right. Um And you can, I mean, for example, I'm going to use Christianity because, well, that's the one I know the most about, okay? Yeah. Um Christianity has the no-duh laws, okay? Yeah. The no-duh laws is the Ten Commandments. You shall not kill No. Duh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much a list of things that anyone with half a brain should know you should not do. But people are stupid. So you have to write it down to say, hey, you should not steal, you should not kill, you should not, you know, spend all your time wishing you were doing your neighbor's wife. Okay? Yeah. All those things are kind of you know, I think, self-explanatory and, and obvious. Common being, a
0: good, being a good person, you know. Well, be,
2: being not even being a good person, so just sweet. being a, a, a normal, you know, not a, a, someone who's always looking to
0: cause trouble. Well, that's being called a good person nowadays. Yeah. Everybody's looking to cause trouble. But I mean I mean he, here's the thing that I always find funny
2: uh, and I always had a problem with yeah. was the idea that oh you go out you 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 commit a sin okay uh you, you you spend your days you know thinking about your neighbor's wife you then go to a confessional and like hey um I know it's wrong so many uh, days since my last confession and the priest says well, you shouldn't do it, and say a few Hail Marys, and and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, wh- and and you're absolved, which I I always f- found that as uh, is, is, is a f- funny little loophole because so so I could go out, commit these sins, and then all I have to do is go to some guy in a Philly gown and say, hey. Yeah, I did these bad things. Yeah, I murdered about you know five hundred people, but I feel really sorry about it. He said, "Well, you know, as long as you don't do it again, and uh, you know, you know, pray, uh, pray for forgiveness and all that, and you know, you know, you should go to the police and turn yourself in. That's the right thing to do."
0: Yeah, yeah but I really don't
2: think I'm going to do that. And it's like, well. Well, the new I mean, Guardians
0: movies coming. What are you talking about, brother?
2: Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean I got, <laughs> I got I got I got some things to do.
0: Yeah. Um
2: don't we all? Yeah. And one I mean, since we're even talking about religion itself, Yeah. one of the things because I I grew up Catholic, I, I went to, you know, Sunday school, I went to church, all that bullshit. And one of the things that I, I found, because I uh, decided to do a little extra, you know, research, is one of the most famous things from the Bible you keep on hearing is the meek shall inherit the earth. Now, truth is, uh, originally, it was the, uh, the scholarly, uh, scholarly will inherit the earth. You know, those who have knowledge, those who, you know, teach themselves... And, and, and try to be better people by learning, you know, the, about the world around them, okay? Yeah. That always made sense to me. Now, Meek Shall Inherit the Earth, that sounds like something where you got someone in charge who's like, you know, I, I like where I am. I, I have power over these people, but I don't want... I mean, if you have people, intelligent people, okay learning, reading, I mean, heck, for how many years uh, the Bible itself was in Latin, and the common people didn't know Latin, so, you know, you have these people like, well, we know Latin, we know the word of God, you have to listen to us, and, you know, you guys, the, the meek, which are you? You guys, you know, will inherit the earth, which uh, says, hey, don't cause waves, You know, go go to work, stay with your family, you know, take care of the uh, little things around yourself, but don't worry about the big picture. Mm -hmm. We'll take care of the big picture as long as you're meek and you don't cause any waves. You'll inherit heaven, which is obviously their way, hey, listen, we're in charge, we're going to get the money, we're going to be the ones in control. As long as you don't cause waves, we don't have to get rough with you guys. And right. that's kind of the whole whole setup, which I always had a problem with because it's like if if you go with the whole idea that the meek shall inherit the earth, I got news for you. The, the meek's not going to get anything. The meek's just going to keep on being drilled into the ground and used until you have nothing left.
0: Meek Millie. You know, the thing about forgiveness is always, uh that comes to my when you brought that up a little while ago, that always comes in, because it's such a slippery slope, like I said, where it's like, I grew up Christian, you know what I mean? So, like, I knew the, like, the forgiveness was a big part of the whole ordeal, you know what I mean? And uh even then, it was always like I thought it was kind of weird that it was like, you know, you could have a dude that could go out there or a dudette, you know what I mean? They could go out there and kill 50 people. And uh before they're going to die, you know, let's say they get shot. I don't know. There's a blurry line there type deal. But they they, they die and they, they say, you know, let me be forgiven for what I did and th- them being forgiven. But it's also the, you know religion would teach you not to judge, which is another very slippery slope because the people that push don't judge so much is some of the most judgmental people, unfortunately. You know what I mean? It's really a slippery slope, the whole deal.
2: Well, I mean, here's the thing that I always find hilarious is that, especially when you have um, these people that uh, keep on touting about you know, them being, you know, religious, and that, you know, religion is a huge thing for their family, and all of that, and they, at the same time, they're like, well, in the Bible, it says, no man should ever lay with another man, and I'm like, okay, first of all, um,
0: what about the beach?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but it, it, it I mean, the thing, that I always find interesting is that they always seem to cherry pick uh, the uh, things that they want to complain about. Um, but the same people who are saying, I don't think a man should lay with another man, is at the same time um, committing, I forget which one of the commandments, you know, fucking his neighbor's wife. No adultery. Sure. But it's like, you know, but I go to church and I, I pray for forgiveness. I pray to find the way. He so, no, you're not praying to find a way. You're just trying to uh, make sure that when you die, you don't go to hell. Yeah. And the fact is, if you were honestly praying for forgiveness, praying for, you know, uh, for all the bad things that you do, then you would not be doing the bad things, first of all. Or, if you did do a bad thing by, you know, a misjudge, then you would not be doing that bad thing Ever again, which we all know never happens, because you'll have someone who's like, "Oh, I, I'm sorry, I uh, forgive me. I, I I I stole my neighbor's truck," yeah. and then you know uh, a few a uh, few months later, "I'm sorry, I stole my Inwa's tractor," you know, or something like that. Repeat offender.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. The fact is, when does it uh, turn into I killed my neighbor at that point? Yeah. Well, not too far off. Pretty soon you take, you taking their tractor one day, the next day you're taking their life. Yeah. And one of the interesting things that,
2: uh, I remember reading somewhere that back in the olden day, the whole, old thing about going to confession and, and, and getting, you know, the, the priest to absolve you, yeah. you know, had had the little monetary, a little monetary thing, you know. I mean, that's one of uh, things I think led to, uh, you know, um, you go to church and you're putting uh, the money into the till that is supposed to, you know, go help the, the poor or the community. Yeah. I, I'm always curious how much of that money actually ends up you know, actually helping people.
0: You know I love money. I thought that money always went to you. I thought all the different religions boxed it up and mailed it to the Hawking Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's,
2: that's, uh... Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm living high on the hog. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it I mean, you got, uh... Religion doing that on a grander scale. I mean, uh, when you look at cults, I mean, it, Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of nasty-ass cults. I've actually met people who have come from, you know, these kind of situations, and it's horrifying. I mean, it's... The thing that I always find amazing is that it's so easy for people to convince other people that their salvation, that... uh, there's something better on the other side because we all know life is tough. Life sucks. Okay, it's it's not all you know roses and and kittens and and puppy dog tails, and everyone is trying to say, hey, you know, you know, it's tough right now, but uh, everything you go through is for a reason, and when you pass, when you die, you'll. Go up to heaven and you'll meet your loved ones and and all that, which I always find funny because they say it's true. Okay, I mean none of us are going to know until it happens. Okay, and at least from what I've I've heard, I have yet to hear about anyone who's who has supposedly died and come back telling us about any. Uh, of of seeing seeing heaven some people talk about a bright light some people have said uh you know they they had like a a feeling of warmth or something like that which could all just be the fact
0: that you're dying um it could be the the unfortunate factor of your brain and your heart and your inner heart realizing that i'll never see another alexander hawk film
2: yeah i know i know that's that's that's
0: heartbreaking. But yeah, I mean it's <clears throat> do you feel um do you feel open enough with our audience to tell them the story about when you were involved in a cult? <laughs> uh yes, the
2: cult of, of Matthew Fisher. I I, yeah. I I sacrifice uh um kittens and puppy dogs to 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 Matt on a
0: daily basis. I heard that he's idea.
2: my God, he's my savior.
0: I heard there's actually a Buddy Butterfuco cult, Roman, or the cult of Buddy Butterfuco, Roman, around. Only,
2: only in Buddy's
0: mind, only in Buddy's mind. I was, Um, I was referring to your time, your time in Chandler Town. But with Buddy Butterfuco in the mix, I would like to say that we want to thank Buddy Butterfuco, uh, for all the research that he does put in, because all the research that you, you hear today is from him. Collected over websites and stuff like that, and all different books and stuff. So, if anybody's angry with the things we say, uh, Mister uh is uh, to be blamed with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah, well, but uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, it's and and yeah, I mean, there are plenty of different. Um cults out there. And, and and the one common thing uh, that I have uh, that is true of, of cults, which, I mean, you can argue the same with religions, but cults is more of a, you know, I would say it, it's more prevalent. It's it's like almost like the purpose of the cult
0: yeah.
2: is control, okay? Now, well, religion can be used for good. People can, I mean... There's a lot of people who are able to find peace and be able to, you know, come to peace through religious teachings, through religious uh, textures and, and beliefs and all that, which is great. I do think that religion itself is good, but when you have people who are controlling the the heads of these religious sections, that's where the trouble comes in. Because, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of uh, good uh, spirituality. I think spirituality is what's important to take away from religious teachings. And I believe that spirituality is a very personal thing. Mm. Okay? You don't need to go to church or a synagogue or any other place to have someone stand up there and tell you, well, this is what what uh, you know Our god, god believes uh, this is what you should believe i believe that you should you know read all religions you know and find what, what 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 touches you what helps you spiritually right. okay um now with that being said now looking at cults okay mm-hmm. and actually uh dividing the cults from the uh, what we call the main religions. Cults are always usually a lot smaller, and the first thing is they're all about control. Okay? Mm. While, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, religion aspects where, you know, people will use that for their own devious goals, cults, for the most part, are just... A lot of them claim to be... Teaching or giving you something that you're missing, which is in the case what a lot of religion is for, trying to help you get through your daily life by looking at yourself inward. Now that without within the self is good, and again with the same problem as I said with a lot of religion is the person in charge, the person at the head, because. There are times where you'll have someone who has probably good intentions. They probably were like, you know, I don't agree with this religion or that religion, but hey, let's take bits and pieces from other religions and make our own religion. Which, like I said, I think if you're going to do that, you have to do it and look at it as a spiritual thing, as an individual thing. Mm. But when you bring in more people and you bring someone in as the head and that person realizes that they have power over other people and they believe them as either a messiah or some kind of prophet, that's when the evil creeps in. That's when, you know, know, the power
0: corrupts. Yeah, I think every religion, every cult probably has if damn near everyone there there may be one or two maybe they're just you know sex related but i there has to be I feel like there's probably a huge religious overtone the religious overtones to the the religious cults are heavier because your your audience coming in it's more of that outcasted looking for something looking to something to belong to looking for something to believe in and when you start messing around with faith in the human will and and people Putting faith in people, investing their—I guess—faith is just the best word you can use for—but investing their everything in in whatever the movement is, then it gets really dangerous, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, those who usually end up, um, you know, gravitating towards these, you know, cults are are people who are lost, people who can't find, you know, salvation or some kind of spirituality or. Something to get them out of this, you know, rut that we find a lot of ourselves into.
0: They need direction.
2: Yeah, they need direction. I mean,
0: and the, and right the fact to the boomastic streaming Patreon page. <laughs> uh,
3: yes,
2: and we will <laughs> lead you. We will lead you to a better future. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's when 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 you're dealing with people and and. There's a lot of people that need to be led, need to be told, hey, this is what you should do. I mean, that's why when, when I'm talking about, you know, the Ten Commandments, the no dug laws of, of society, mm-hmm. they needed someone to actually write down, you shall not kill. Even though I think it's, for most of us, I mean, I'm sure that there's those out there like, really? I should not kill anybody?
0: I keep huh. it. that. I keep an index card in my pocket. This is "Thou shalt not kill" on it at all times. For when I get too angry, I can pull it out to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't do anything bananas? Um, we should probably pop into this though, because we got a few that we're going to roll through and give opinions on. Uh,
3: uh, cool. Again,
0: again, thank you, Bud, Bud Fuko. So, if anybody uh, out there in these practicing these religious cult activities don't like this. He's the man you need to go have a chat with. Uh, you know, brother Alex is a famous independent film actor and, uh, I'm a farmer. I'm tending to my cattle. <laughs> and, um, we don't have time to be able to do research. So that's all Buddy Budafuco and the small team he has working with him. But, uh, first up, you know, everybody's favorite kind of current cult, uh, you know, kind of faced by some of our favorite actors. You know, we, Ale- brother Alex might not want to talk too deep about this. It could hurt him in the biz. But, uh, Scientology. You know what I mean? They got Tom Cruise, which I don't fully know if Tom Cruise is still linked into that. I know Travolta was. There's, there's some people. Um, I know the girl from the wife from, uh, what is it King of King New York? Of King of no, Queens? King of Queens. There is King of yeah. New York is way, way superior. Mm-hmm. Um you know I love money. But uh the 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 wife in King of Queens, I guess she was a part of it for a while and she dipped out, and there's like a, there's an interesting Joe Rogan interview with her if anybody wants to dive deep. But uh Scientology, you know, the infamous church of Scientology was formed in nineteen fifty three by the writer L. Ron Hubbard. Arguably one of the richest cults. Um, well, now I'm on board. Let's get it popping. With the high-profile members like Tom Cruise, who's has remained controversial since its origin. The religious cult is based on the idea of clearing the human psyche of negative emotions and memories and uh, bring it out at its full potential with intense therapy sessions that often rely on the use of lie detectors claimed to be based on scientific research and facts Scientology is known for its official litigation and murky ways of shutting up its critics and uh apostates, like often by killing them. Rumor has it, so we don't want to get down on that that deal. yeah, I remember hearing stories that like you know if, if there was a if if somebody had a mess, you know a Hollywood person had a mess, and they would kind of clean it up a little bit. You know, we've talked on the show like with um Sam Cook, that once you kind of get out from that umbrella that's when bad things can happen but that umbrella that we talk about is kind of what i assume scientology to be and i think that it, stuff like that's been around forever but they probably well maybe it was scientology the whole time but i mean stuff like that that's just kind of like hollywood i feel like when you're a protected investment you're protected you know what i mean now the therapy thing's interesting because i want to say that they they i thought I'm not hip to any of these things too deep, but I thought they were not cool with therapy. I think I thought that they weren't down with that, but I could be wrong. I think they're not down with medication, which I don't blame them in that situation because, uh well, certain medications, you know, like therapy, who the fuck am I to even talk about that shit? I, I shut my mouth right now. Um But very interesting stuff. What do you think about the lie detector? You know, I think. What do you think? What's your take when they hear the use of lie detectors in their therapy sessions? Well, I mean, I mean, first of all, it's like super therapy. It's like a super therapy where, like, you can't—you have to tell them the truth to get to the base of the problem. That's almost what it sounds like.
2: Yeah, like well, he... he around he, the
0: bush type stuff, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
2: but, I mean, I mean, here's the thing, okay, yeah. that uh, my, my problem with that idea is that, uh, let's say you believe um, the teachings of Scientology, whatever they put forward, okay, yep. and you decide that you're going to, you know, be a part of this thing. Now the lie detector. The only use for that is for those in charge to get the truth out of you. Okay. Now, as I said before, I mean, there's there's religion and then there's spirituality. Yeah. Now, the uh, the the whole lie detector thing for me tells me control. We want to make sure that you're not crying, trying to weasel out. We're trying to find out the truth. And, of course, they can claim that, oh, it's forcing us to get the truth so we can then tell what the problem is. But the fact is that you yourself always know what the truth is, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and the fact is that if you don't... Uh, if you don't tackle the truth yourself your inner turmoil uh is is going to still be there i mean having someone force you to tell uh, a room even a small room of people the uh the uh, truths that you keep in yourselves doesn't help you it helps them have something on
0: you mm-hmm. okay right um like the old priest thing, the old uh, confessional booth. Yeah,
2: old. and and the thing is, going with the whole confessional uh, booth thing. Okay, mm-hmm. the reason that first was started was for the church to have dirt on you. Okay, and they use that. Even though they're like, oh, we won't tell anyone, and all that. Oh, they they might not be going to your neighbors and telling them, yeah, he, you kind of slept with his wife. But uh, they use that to manipulate because the church uh, I mean, the whole thing with church and state, back in the old days, the church was even more powerful than the king. Okay? And the reason that was the case, because the church always knew all the dirty secrets that everyone was going by. And why did they know it? Because they, they said, Oh, you tell us your dirty secrets? We make sure you get to heaven. No problem. We got... Uh, we got the good wood with the god the god and us were like this you know
0: so guilt, um, so the common factors are uh guilt and uh intimidation yeah.
2: yeah and 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 the fact is that this just sounds like uh, another way for them to you know have control over over things. and and when you look at l hubbard uh l. Ron the Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Science the guy fiction who, writer. Yeah, the guy who created uh, um, Scientology, you go look into it. And first of all, he was not a very successful science fiction writer in the beginning. Okay? He wasn't that good. Mm. And then, you know, um, someone told him, uh, I read somewhere, that, you know, you want to make a lot of money, you should try making a religion. And, you know, and he thought about it. And then he started creating. This whole idea of Scientology.
0: Did he cut that person in on the money after hooking him up like that?
2: No, he probably killed him.
0: But you know, I mean, yeah, I wonder if he got down with killing. If that was part of it, I don't know. That-
2: but, but but I mean, the thing is that the whole idea that this came around first of all from from a science fiction writer. Okay, he took the little bit of science mumbo jumbo that he knew and learns for his writing. And he wasn't successful in what he was doing, so he then made a religion out of it. Now, I don't know how well off he was when he passed away, but uh, I could uh, could guess that uh, he made uh, quite a lot of money when he started doing his uh, Scientology stuff, more than he did
0: uh, writing his books. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you know the the idea of clearing human the human psyche of negative emotions and memories, you know, it's kind of. I'd be curious to see what they think of like micro dosing and stuff because right now in like the mental health field and stuff like that in therapy, they're leaning into like hallucinogenic hallucinogenic drugs, mushrooms, and stuff like that to kind of open you up. So I wonder. I wonder where Scientology, you know, we'd, we'd be down to have somebody from there on the show. They probably wouldn't want to do the show, of course, but I got yeah, to They they, for they, they, probably, they probably, um, you know, nah, put, put a hit out on us. <laughs> no. We have, the, I'm sure there's a few that like Behold the Bill podcast that whenever we bring them up, they just chuckle and go, Oh, those boys, all those, oh, those boys, they don't know what they're talking about. Or they could be like tall man and go, boys. boys. And like, Deep stick, and I mean. But I mean, South okay. Park. Did you ever see the South Park episode they did where they taught where like they did a reenactment of what supposedly the Scientologists believe how people were created? It. It's like go watch the episode. Like I would me telling me just explaining it you would go, this dude can't be telling the truth. He must be in a different world. This isn't reality. But it's quite something. It's about many different aliens coming together, and that's as far as I'm going to go. That's the only teaser (laughs) you're getting. That's the only teaser you're getting. But it's fun stuff. Well, I mean, going with um, the whole thing of purging
2: negative memories and negative emotions. Now, yeah, it's it's a, a good idea to try to you know, you know, try to limit and, and try to deal with your negative emotions, your negative memories. Yeah. But, um, you, first of all, I don't think you can ever 100% get rid of it. I mean, when people try to do that, right. uh, that's when, you know, like, uh, real issues come when you try to suppress these terrible, uh, Memories and, and feelings, you know, that's when the brain starts to have issues. The only way to really deal with it is to confront, you know, acknowledge, and then, you know, deal with it. Yeah. Um, Of okay. course, to uh, jump in, I mean, if I have any uh, Trekkies listening, oh. uh, one of my favorite lines in um, one of the uh, Star Trek movies is uh, you have uh, Kirk and he's uh, dealing with uh, Spock's brother and Spock's brother, you know, is talking about, you know, removing his pain, you know, and and all that. He says, no, I need my pain. I mean, yeah, I know I should have uh, turned left or turned right, you know. I mean, I need to feel how it feels when I made a mistake.
0: It sucks, but it's part of life. It's part yeah. of the learning experience.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I got news for you. It'd be great to take away all my negative emotions, all my negative uh, uh, feelings and memories that I've had throughout life because, yeah, there's a lot of shit I would like not to ever think about. But the fact is, the, re- the way I am today is because of all those shitty things that happened in the past. And you start trying to, you know, get rid or suppress all these things, then, you know, you are taking away from who you really are. And the fact is that you can't be successful in life until you know how or or try to learn how to deal with these things.
0: You can't hide from them. You got to deal with I think there's a lot of emotional damage within people to get to the top of the food chain of entertainment like that because such a judging and people love you today, hate you tomorrow type deal. You're only as good as your look sometimes, you know? I think it's, so I think that it's almost like the pressures of that is why, that's why it's like a more expensive clientele or like people, businessmen or something that are like, you know, all the, it's the pressures of it. It's the, you know, maybe there's people on there that, you know, maybe I don't know their clientele. Maybe there's people on there that have done some bad things. And the only way they can sleep at night is to tap in and say, OK, these people say I pay them money for them to tell me I'm OK. You know what I mean? Which is pretty much all for You're pretty much a lot of it. When you think about it, that could be stretched out amongst a lot of different organizations. But, um what can you do? What can you do in the biz? We're going to move up into the next one. We don't want to give the Scientologists all the fun. They're very happy. They're gone. Our fans that are Scientologists are going. Fucking get off it, guys. Dag. All right. So next up, one I'm not, I'm only familiar with the imagery of. I've seen this dude before. I'm not too hip to his whole story. Looks like, uh, maybe like a Chris McGibbon meets Billy coin mashup type situation, <laughs> but his name's Ayum, Sh- uh, Shrinkyo. And, uh, it's a Japanese, uh, it is a Japanese doomsday cult. Uh, that's the name of this deal. And the cults that believe in an impending apocalypse, uh, founded by Shoko Ashahara in 1984 through the belief system of this cult is based on elements of Indian Buddhism and the Tibetan Buddhist Buddhism. Asahara's idiosyncratic interpretations have made this almost equivalent of a terrorist organization claiming the main agenda <clears throat> is to get rid of sin. Asahara claimed that he could transfer his followers' spiritual power and ultimately take away their sins and bad deeds. The cult was responsible for carrying out the deadly Tokyo subway siren attack in 1995 that killed 12 and maimed almost 1,000 folk. What do you think about that right off the top? I, well, thought, I thought Buddhism was supposed to be, like, peaceful. It is. So um, just a broken arrow. He's a fucking broken arrow, dude. That's what he is.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to see a theme. Okay? Yeah. And that theme is forgiving of sin, taking away sin,
0: take away negative uh, emotion. This is like killing sin. In this, in this situation, it sounds like they're killing, destroying sin. Yeah. It was, uh,. Fire, battle, fire with fire. Almost, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, talking about. I mean, I always find it amazing when it, it people start and doing uh, culture about the apocalypse, the coming to the end, the end is nigh. Uh, listen, I I know that within my life there's been at least. Four or five, maybe even more times where people say, Oh, the world's going to end. They said that with Y2K, they said that there was one that you said, oh, it was going to happen in, in, in this year, and then that didn't that past nothing happened, like, oh, misread it. It's it's the following year. Yeah. And again, nothing happened. Um Do I think that uh we as as a species are going to end up destroying uh, the world to a point where we can't live on it anymore. Yeah, yeah, because we're that stupid, and uh, and Chad, we're going yeah. to yeah, we're going to get to a point where we're going to probably destroy this planet to a point where we can't live on it anymore. And then the earth is going to be like great. Now it can regrow and get rid of uh, these damn people that uh, have been causing me so much pain.
0: At least you got a positive outlook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so of, of course, know. of
2: course, the only question is, how long are we talking about? You know, another thirty days. years, a hundred years, or, or, or another month? You never know.
0: We'll have to wait for the cult of a to pop up on the scene. Now, when it says he says he could transfer spiritual power and ultimately take away their sins and, their, and bad deeds, I don't know, man. I don't think I would. I don't think I could trust another person, another flesh body standing before me saying they could do these things. I don't think I could believe them. I think they would have to fly up in the sky, do some Superman tricks or something for me for me to think that they could do anything like that. And you know what? I'm gonna tell everybody right now, you wanna who can uh, take away your sins and bad deeds, it starts at home. You stop doing sins, stop doing bad deeds and you're taking them away, problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean I mean I mean cold everyone cold. I mean it, it's 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 going with the whole idea of the mob mentality. Mm. Where you know, you have someone standing up on the podium and says you know what? We should punish these people. Uh, and, and the whole mob's like, yeah! And then they go and they, you know, uh, hurt, maim, destroy, and at the end, you know, they're all in front of the judge, and they're like, uh, well, well, I, I didn't do it. I, mean, I, I was just following Fred, and Fred was following Gwen, and Gwen was following Ted, and Ted was following Sam. I mean, it's, The fact is, I always believe that I believe very strongly in freedom of speech. I believe that everyone has the right to talk and discuss what they believe in, whether, you know, it makes your skin crawl or not. Because that's the only way, if we get ideas and things out in the open, that's the only way that we as a, you know, sane society can deal with them and hopefully help people grow uh, by, you know, debating and, and bringing out facts and trying to figure out where we can find common ground. I do not believe in freedom of action, okay? And the thing is, if you have someone up there saying, you know, well, I believe this, I think we should do this, and you're like, okay, I'm going to do that. You are taking the action, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're doing it, so you get the consequence. None of this bullshit of oh, I was, I was, I was swept up in the moment. I was, you know, following, following the crowd. I got news for you. You are an individual. You made the decision to follow the crowd. You should be punished with the entire crowd. Alright? So, like, if you decide, hey, you know, everyone's storming the Capitol, I'm going to join them, okay? And then at the end, like, why am I suddenly in front of a court being, you know, uh, threatened to go to prison for my actions of being with a crowd that stormed the Capitol?
0: Yeah, you know,
2: because you made a decision, okay? So- you are an individual; you made the decision to do it. And that decision has consequences. And no. if you did not want those consequences, I got news for you. You should not have
0: done it. Truth. Now, the Tokyo subway attack in 1995 coordinated multiple multiple point terrorist attack in Tokyo on March 20, 1995, in which the odorless, colorless, and highly toxic nerve gas, Sarin, was released in the city subway system. The attack resulted in the death of 2012 uh, people, like we said, later increased to 13, and uh, supposedly five uh, five 5,500 supposedly injured varying degrees. Craziness. Now, this dude, uh, the dude lived at 63 years old. Uh, he didn't, like, get put down for his actions, it looks like, you know what I mean, which is interesting. Um Maybe he was in prison. Maybe he was in prison for it. Oh, maybe uh, he just
2: knew the right people. You'd be surprised when you look into some of these people that, uh, you know, that that start these horrendous acts that uh, they seem to be a lot more well-connected than uh, it's, it's not like it's just some random crazy guy. I mean, you do occasionally have that, but it's a funny. lot of times it's – a lot of people that uh, that are connected, that are from, you know, more of the elite that's uh, manipulating the situation.
0: You know, next up, the KKK, which at first I wouldn't really take them as a religious cult, but I guess religion probably puts their whole... Cleansing deal is probably like, took from original, had original, uh, religious ties, I'm sure, you know what I mean? But, you know, for anybody out there that don't know who the Ku Klux Klan is, my goodness. With root, with beliefs rooted in white supremacy, the Ku Klux Klan is a particular cult of Christianity. Extremely violent in nature, from arson to cold-blooded murder, they do not hesitate to go uh, at lengths to establish its racist attitudes and torture Jews, blacks, and people from other races. Remember the movie A Time to Kill, starring Sandra Bullock and Matthew McConaughey? They did have a pretty accurate depiction of this cult in that film. Um yeah, it's really like a hate cult. You know what I mean? It's like what another one of those deals where it's like a, you know, they think it's a love, you know, the love and deal, love for each other, and hate everybody else. But it's definitely some hate cult. And this one's pretty much dead. Luckily, the clans dead um, i I believe it's pretty much dead. Um, I I wish I could say that. I, when but the, I mean, what... went to a cookout. <laughs> Funny, oh, okay. uh, but not. But uh, I um... that's bad taste. Yeah, yeah. I wash my but, mouth. but um you're a good man. You're not a bad guy like that, man. I take it I, back. Yeah, the, the 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 uh,
2: thing is that uh with everything going on, there's a lot of uh white supremacist um you know uh, uh groups out there. I mean, I'm so They're still sheeting up. You think it's different... yeah? I, I do think sure so. Are, I, so. I I think the only difference is that they don't
0: bother wearing sheets anymore. It's, uh, I think they do. It's probably it's tradition. So there's probably you know hillbilly deluxe type deal. So like they're still doing it, but like they probably yeah. have no um, like no power or whatever. They're, watch my head.
2: Oh, I'm I'm like l- listen. The clickbox plan. I mean it, the, be, the best. Uh, I mean is is like uh, Hydra in, in MCU. That the fact is they're they're all they're, they're still here. They're just not um, as blatant as they used to be because they can't get away with what they used to be back
0: uh, uh, back then. Um, that's one of the scariest when I think of all the codes, that's one of the scariest ones because there's some. Real, yeah, because because. The, Other the ones whole, get wild, but yeah, the the yeah, whole basis, wrong. yeah, the
2: whole basis behind the Ku Klux Klan is you have a whole bunch of people that feel like life sucks, and they have to punish someone, and they're like, "What? Why does my life suck?" And they're like, "Well, you know, uh, my life sucks because of this person or that person because of their." either uh, gender or whether it's of their nationality, skin color, and all that race. And and the fact is that the only way that they can feel empowered, the only way they can feel like that they matter or they have any power in life is to do horrendous things to people that they put all the blames of society on, instead of looking at themselves as being a huge part a huge part of why there is problems in this country. Uh, And unfortunately, it's, you can see throughout the whole whole history of the world, and the Ku Klux Klan is a perfect example of it, where you have people that are angry about where they are in, in life, and they need to take it out on someone, so they decide, well, we're going to take it out on this group of people. Oh, these are these different minorities yeah. for the fact that I feel shitty about myself, so I'm going to hurt someone else to make myself feel bad. And unfortunately, that, that is what the Ku Klux Klan is and
0: represents. That, that plus we- the tradition's heavy though. The fact that like they came from a place where like their great, 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 great grandfather, You know, it was, it was, you know, being hateful like that was like the words from God. So, however, those words from God got mixed up and however became like hateful like that. And then tradition is heavy. Like if you got, you know, grandkids, kids, you know, they really do look up to, for better or worse, they do look up to the people that raise them and like, and they go right there, raise them. It's all how you're raised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's definitely some hatred, but I think there's a heavy amount of tradition and like that family pride or like that. I don't you know, my grandfather was this way, so I'm gonna be I gotta be this way. You know what I mean? Like that stupid shit.
2: Yeah. And uh I mean the fact is that um I think it's been proven that no one's born a racist. Uh you Rated. are taught to you are taught to be a racist. Right. Okay, and of course, I mean, when when you are a young person and you're growing up, and you got you know your your grandparents, your parents, and all that teaching you these things and saying these things, you learn that, and then you emulate. Now, there are uh, those that are able to break away from it to you know uh, use their brain and realize that what they're being taught is wrong. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that takes a very strong will that takes a very strong person to break away from a way of thinking that you
0: you've been taught your entire life um yeah yeah I and, you
3: know, I think so, everybody
0: had it has that. You know, not racist still, but the failing you were saying how like th- th- they're miserable or whatever, or, like they're unhappy. So they got to blame somebody. Like I think a lot of people have that of every, every walk of life. And it's, yeah. like, so it's interesting to like what makes certain people. It's like the, it's the, the fact that people do go inward, inward with it and they hate themselves. Then there's people that go outward and go, well, it's got to be there. You know, they're just raised to be like, well, it obvious, it's like ego, like it obviously can't be my fault that I feel this way, so it's got to be yeah. that person's fault. Or yeah,
2: every, 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 I mean, a lot of people always like to uh, look for a scapegoat. Uh, I, wh- why am I not farther along in my job? Well, it's yeah. because of, you know, Fred, that, that works. He, he got a promotion. It could be the fact that, you know, while I was out drinking and partying with my friends last night, he was spending, you know, his his free time at, at, at you know, working extra hours, putting in time, doing extra work. Right. Oh, no, that that can't be why he, he's doing better than me. It has to be because of, you know, whether uh, he has a different race or religion than I am, and they are favoring him over
0: me. Fred's I, playing the game better, and nobody, nobody likes to stumble into a situation where they're – they're competing with somebody that plays the game better. You know what I mean? I think everybody's been there in life where like you were matched up with somebody that played the game just a little bit better than you. And no matter how hard you, you know, you attempted for something, they got it. Uh, But then it goes back to that whole, the inward and the outward thing, you know what I mean? And the liability and responsibility for actions and such like that. But let's get into some other actions uh the realism, which is kinda new. I knew about it, but I didn't know the word for it. Um, also known as Realenism. Um, this is a UFO religion. They believe in the existence of extraterrestrial entities flying UFOs, founded in nineteen seventy four. They believe that life on the earth <clears throat> was created scientifically by extraterrestrials and prophets like Buddha, Jesus, etc., are just Elohim. That's not Gore-Tex, the Lord Goat. Uh, this cult's name for ETs. Realism strives for world peace, sharing democracy and nonviolence, and also has a very liberal attitude towards sex. There you go. You'll like that, Ackman. Now, the founder of this cult, Claude Verhihon, also known as RAL, claims to be in touch with God. According to this cult, through the mechanism like human cloning and mind transfer, humans can achieve eternal life. Sounds like a mixture of science and the uh, the good old, unexplainable in there. you know what I mean? Okay um, so I guess we'll start off with you know earth being created scientifically by extraterrestrials. Uh, we've heard that like the Anunnaki, you know, you've heard that deal where we're just kind of like, they're t- almost like we're ants in a, in a, uh, what do they call that? Terrarium. Yeah, I get, that's not the word I was looking for, but that'll work. Ant farm. Ant farm. <laughs> you got it, baby. You got it. Uh, but it's like one of those deals. It's kind of an interesting thing because the, one of the most interesting Anunnaki things is this kind of like a slavery thing where supposedly we work for the resources they need on another planet and um, we're all kind of slaves. And then the whole deal with death supposedly is like, you're not supposed to walk into the light. That's what I heard that if you walk into the light, that means you kind of refresh and you almost, uh, Like you're reincarnated, you're reborn into the system again, and you're kind of like a workhorse until you die, type vibe. Now I don't get down with that. That one's a little far fetched. But um, but they, you know, in that situation, if you don't go to the light, that's how you transcend the higher level. I don't get down with that stuff, but it's very interesting. You know what I mean? How do what do what's your take on what I just said there, A Hawk?
2: Well, I mean. I always, I always toyed with the idea of, and um, as as I've said plenty of times that, while I have yet to experience meeting an alien life form, I'm open to the possibility. I mean, I have a hard time believing that we're the only, somewhat intelligent beings in the whole entire universe. There has to be someone smarter than us, and it wouldn't be too hard. Um. But, I mean, the idea of us being kind of like um, science experiments, honestly, that would make a lot of sense to me. I I would not be surprised if that, the reason that, you know, uh, Homo sapiens and Neanderthals, uh, you know, all got uh, the, the change, the evolution, mm. you can say, was spearheaded because some alien was uh, told, hey... You gotta, you gotta do a science experiment for your, you know, uh, for class. And they're like, "Well, I'm going to make a whole entire world." And then they created Earth
0: and everyone on it. Um, I'm still torn on aliens in general. If it's all just a, you know, it's all just misdirection, or if it's something to it, you know what I mean, or something spiritual, you know. You know, I do get it down with negative and demonic energy and there's like really good claims and aliens really just being interdimensional demons, which kind of crazily, scarily makes sense. You know what I mean? In, in a way, I know it's getting a little late here. Behold the Bill podcast, but that still, it still makes sense. You know, um, now of course they want they strive for world peace, sharing democracy and nonviolence. Um, you know it's kind of like perfect you know a perfect world which unfortunately i don't think that's a possibility i don't think a perfect world well, and peace on earth is a reality the ever. the only
2: way to get a perfect world and peace on earth is uh, is is one being the only person on that earth hmm. right? uh, and and two is if every cr- a person on this planet decided they wanted peace. And of course we all know that that will never happen. Because
0: peace would yeah. be, have to if you could give everybody everything they ever wanted there'd be peace on earth for 3 minutes and then it would eat itself.
2: Yeah. Because
0: because someone's going to look <laughs> at someone
2: else and like, you know, I know I have a whole pie to myself and I love that, but you know what? My partner over there, he has a whole pie but hey, if I go over there and I, I kill him and have two pies, that means I get twice as much. I got more fun, more more pie. I hey, could eat until, about, I, uh,
0: vomit. I, can eat until eat I vomit. We could eat smiley pies until we puke.
2: Yeah. I mean, the fact is, people are greedy and people always want more. and People right. are willing to do anything to have more. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that is... Uh, part of the problem of our species is that we can never be comfortable even if all of our basic needs are met and we're all comfortable we all are having a good comfortable life there's always going to be people who are like yes but I want to be more comfortable I don't want to be like every. I want to be the one that, that has the biggest house ha- has the most cars have the most women. you know it's
0: I'm very it's- curious to what your opinion is on the- uh that human cloning and mind transfer through that through human cloning and mind transfer, humans can achieve eternal life. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Well, I don't get into that, mom. I don't get into that stuff. They talk about that now, like putting your, your, your memory and stuff into a computer, so to speak. So you never, so it's always, you know, online, so to speak. You're never really gone. But I, I don't know, yeah, but There's something but, weird about that.
2: Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is that really AI. you? Oh, is that just a, a, a similar, uh, simulation of you. I think
0: you yeah, you're AI at that point you're just a picture on a computer screen. There's no there's nothing there other than that, I think.
2: Yeah, I have a hard time believing of actually that, you know, you plug myself in and all of a sudden I'm gonna wake up and I'm inside a computer. Um I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that we could get to a point where we could map the brain and then, you know, put in the computer and it'll Simulate, uh, and, and, and give responses that if I was alive, I'd most likely make. they do that think-
0: with AI. Yeah. No, they do. Yeah. AI, you get lawnmower man type deal. They do with AI now where like they go. I remember they said they, they asked AI to like make a Nirvana song or, and like mm-hmm. it did it. It like created a Nirvana song that sounded like it had Kurt singing had lyrics that he would like write, and like, AI's AI that smart. It's kind of crazy to see where it goes. Um, hey, I, mean, I, had, I,
2: think- I actually saw, um, I don't know if anyone ever watches uh, John Oliver, but uh, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before uh, last, um, he did one on AI, on artificial intelligence. And Someone did a similar thing to what you were talking about, but they typed in "What if Eminem wrote a song about cats?" Okay, and 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 they played it, and it's it's it sounds like Slim Shady talking, uh, just you know, meow meow meow, you know, do, yeah, yeah. doing this whole you know uh, cat song. Yeah. Yeah, with which, which I'm just like, oh my god, this is
0: probably the the scariest thing I've ever heard. Think about how close. Think about how cl- the, you know how close they're on the brink of like, like if that technology got out of their hands, like oh, even so in their hand or in the wrong hands, you know what I mean? Like it. Like we joked around when they were doing face swaps. You know what I mean? Like a couple yeah. years ago, we talked about how like you could almost. You could almost that you that you somebody they could put your face on somebody else walking into a room and killing people, and then now you're going down for it. And I feel like it's even progressed beyond that, and even in the last couple of years or whatever, you know what I mean? It's really some dark stuff.
2: Yeah. Um. I uh again going on the same uh thing with John Oliver. Of uh, he uh one of the things that they found was they were trying to use AI to help identify, um, you know, the cancerous, uh, the skin cancer. Yeah. And they found out that the problem was that in all the pictures, you know, they'd have a ruler to measure how big the skin cancer was.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So instead of actually focusing on the skin cancer and noting which one was most likely cancerous, the AI was like, "Well, there's a ruler in all these pictures that are of skin cancer. So if there's a ruler in a picture, it is skin cancer." Yeah. So so I'll, so I can I can uh, t- take take uh, this uh, toy alligator, put a ruler next to it, and and put it in the same sy- system, and they're like, "Oh, that's skin cancer."
0: Don't tell the public. Yeah. Uh, next up we have a, one that's kind of I know uh, kind of a fan favorite Of uh, brother Alex over here A little bit to the degree uh, the, Bran- the Branch Davidians I know you were hip to the Netflix show They did a couple years ago I remember you enjoyed that David Koresh oh, oh yeah yeah David Koresh Also known as the Branch This cult was founded in 1955 Led by David Koresh Who believed himself to be The final prophet uh, as it was an offshoot of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, there were power struggles between Koresh and its leaders. Koresh also had sexual relations with many of the female members of the cult, uh, sometimes even raped underage girls with their parents' consent. Uh, stories of acute child abuse by Koresh were also circulated through the state field to collect enough evidence against him initially. Kresh also made his followers believe that the state was their enemy. And in 1993, FBI tried to forcibly bring the Branch Davidians out of their Texas refuge, during which the building caught fire and 80 members, including several children, and Kresh himself perished in the flames. Um You know, there's definitely, I've heard a few things, you know, there's footage of like, Supposedly the FBI shooting fire in, into the building. Um, I think there's talks of like how they were willing to give up. I've heard some of the tapes of Koresh he's pretty hard to the core. Like, I don't quite think he would give up. You know what I mean? Which is another reason why I think they went in there and just burnt him out. I thought that, I think that they thought lighting it on the fire would burn him like, uh, not, well, burn him out, like would smoke them out, like they'd run out the back and they can get him, but, They were down for their cause. Unfortunately, the people that weren't down for their cause had to get down with their cause in the most gruesome of ways, and uh, they burnt up. Now, the Koresh thing, I don't know what his daily is. I've heard people speculate that the underage girl thing was just something they said to kind of make him look like a monster in the media, but he could be that monster. I don't know for sure. But I did want to comment on the fact that I have heard mixed opinions on those uh, accusations. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: You know, so, you know, sexual relations is huge. It's like the reason why people start cults is for like sex. It's huge. Power, ego, yeah. sex. Well, I mean, it's it's uh,
2: it's like what we said before. You know, when when you um, you know put in a. Position of power, uh, whether you know you first go in with a, a good reason or a good cause, yeah. um, it doesn't take too long for you to be corrupted by that. I mean, and of course, I mean, it's always interesting when you you look into these cults and you have someone who's calling himself a prophet, or you know the. It, it it's always coming. It's either you know prophet or a father figure and all that, and they always end up with all these young women as you know, pretty much as their you know concubines or you know wives or whatever they want to or want to call it. But the end result is a man with you know multiple partners, and and that I think feeds into the um, delirium of in this case, crash. Of, you know, him being a prophet, him being, you know, uh, you know, kind of, uh, brought down by God, you know. Honestly, the impression I always got from Koresh is that, um, and, uh, and of course, uh, looking at all the different things I've seen of him, that I think that he, he might have actually started out actually believing, in what he was teaching, but, uh, he ended up, as the old, uh, saying goes, uh, getting high off his own supply. Where, you know, he started, you know, getting too wrapped up of, you know, into this whole, you know, I'm a prophet, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, this, you know, su- superior being.
0: And that's the, the big thing.
2: Powell, yeah, and and know. that that that's why, you know, I think that he didn't run out the back. Now, if he was just playing a game, just doing the con man game, okay, yeah. he'd be the first one out the back door. Okay? Right. He'd 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 friggin' throw everyone behind him into the fire to save himself, but even if let's say he did go into this as kind of a big con, so he could you know sleep with all these women and you know manipulate and get you know all all these people to you know follow his way of thinking. Yeah. Um. the The impress I got is that somewhere along the line he got to a point where all these people are are you know saying he's a prophet, believing his words. That he ended up starting to really believe in everything everyone was telling him, and when when you have so many people just saying yes, we believe you, you're you're, you're the prophet, you're, you're the person that we're going to follow to you know hell and back. I mean, even if you don't go in with that belief, you can very easily become a believer of that.
0: Yeah, well, there's there's definitely, like, a lost delusion that goes into these cults, and I think they eventually hit a point where, like, they go into a straight delusionary thing where, like, it starts with baby steps. And Like, a lot of them, I think, kind of come in originally positive, like Jim Jones who did a lot of good things before he went crazy, you know, and he was bringing people together, and it was a thing, and it was actually like a good little movement, if I remember correctly, before it kind of went to shit, um, which has a lot of interesting things with that. And since I brought up Jim Jones, I might as well pop into the People's Temple, you know, the People's Temple of, of the Disciples of Christ, commonly known as the People's Temple. It's a religious cult founded by Jim Jones, the dude with the glasses. Yep, you got that right. In 1955, in America, you know, I took a lot of our Patreon money and I tried to get a pair of his, his glasses that they took off his corpse in the field, <laughs> but uh, I couldn't get I, it. was outbid, unfortunately. Uh, Jones was a twisted man and using the idea that the Bible was only white men's justification to dominate women and colored people, he preached socialism and solidified his ability to fake faith healing. Uh, the People's Temple is truly a doomsday cult in nature, considering 918 people died at the People's Temple Agriculture Project in a mass murder and suicide uh, to reach divinity—an incident that records the most number of determined civilian death in U.S.A. before 9/11. 9/11 was the only thing that, the only tragedy that bumped that out. Even though realistically this wasn't on U.S. soil, they went to. uh, They were somewhere. They weren't here no more. They were.
2: Yeah, that
0: was or something, but I don't think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I have to go and research exactly where they were, but yeah, they went on. Like
0: like I said, he was a dude, and he was like in the seventies or whatever, like when social, you know, going for the equal rights and. You know, it was it was a time for that, you know what I mean? And, and, and rightfully so. And I think he got a lot of people behind him because of that. And, you know, it was a change. It was a good change, you know what I mean? It was a change people wanted to see. And yeah. uh, he's an interesting – Jim Jones is definitely an interesting character. So I got a couple books I picked up on it that I'm looking to dive into yeah out of all my out of, out of the cults I'd probably have to say he's probably one of the most interesting of the cults you got Charlie which you know the Manson family uh we'll pop into that in a second but you know I guess we'll combine them you know they're they're both their folks do whatever needs to be done. Uh, now back to the Jim Jones. The thing about Jim Jones that is so horrifying is the numbers. The numbers are fucking ridiculous. Cause as far back as I remember getting into true crime stuff, serial killer stuff, cold stuff, like seeing pictures of like th- that fucking, that gazebo, whatever it is like that little, like, like, yeah. the gather- like the gathering of the juggalos gone wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like what the picture looks like. And, uh, it's just bodies everywhere. It's insane. Then they have, like, closer pics of, you see, you know, there's, like, a mother holding her kid, and they're both gone, and it's horrifying. And, you know, you hear the stories about the Kool-Aid, you know, which became pop culture comedy. People joke about, hey, you do, you're do on the Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? And it's a Jim Jones joke about fucking 918 people. Dying, drinking, drinking, drinking death, drinking straight death, liquid death, and not the the water that we want to sponsor us, but a different type of liquid death, and uh, very sad stories where like mothers would make their kids drink, and you know they would all die in their arms and stuff, and supposedly Jimmy Jones didn't do it himself; he he chickened out. From what I understand, he was he shot somebody shot him; he couldn't even shoot himself. It was too much for him, so somebody shot him, which always makes me wonder if uh he wanted to get shot. You know what I mean? I watched a really good documentary uh, a few years back. Um, I almost want to say i seen it on TV, believe it or not, but it was somewhere, and it was kind of about how the females of the camp were the ones that were kind of responsible for where it went because what happened is Jim Jones got drunk with power was a massive drug addict turned into a huge drug addict to the point where he almost couldn't even function and operate. So supposedly uh, and, and the wife, he had, you know, like all the cult people he had mistresses and he was going around sleeping with anybody you want. And supposedly the wife was so, was humiliated and so like, lost in the madness of her own stuff with it that she was supposedly the one that actually got everybody got the, 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 the the Kool-Aid with the cyanide going and stuff. And he was just kind of like a, a bumbling mess that was just drugged up. And, uh, you know, recently they, they released, there was an anniversary in the last like two or three years, of uh, Jim Jones, the, the Jonestown massacre, and I remember they released foot uh, new new photographs that you can ne- that were never seen. And I'm pretty positive one of the photographs was actually Jim Jones's body, which was something you've never seen before. And it was just kind of him and in his dra- his regular. You know, he wore the same shit all the time, and uh, it, it, it looked like him. And he was all fucking ratted up, dude. There's like. There's something that is so you know a dead body that's been chilling in a field for a day after you know you know in the heat and the elements is like there's something not fancy about that you know what I mean mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of a lot of unfortunate things happen to the body when there's no longer a soul up in that mother trucker which I always say the worst part about dying is what happens to your body after, you know, you want to talk about some gruesome details, you know, but um yeah, the Jim Jones, crazy stuff, you know, the Manson family, we're talking about the Manson family real quick. That's a cult. You know what I mean? Charlie, you know, Charlie killed the pimp, didn't kill him. He had people kill for him. Kind of a weird deal. You know what I mean? Where it's like, can you really say, is Charlie a good dude? No. Did Charlie kill people? Yeah, probably. Did Charlie kill the people that all the, the all the, the the trial and everything was about? No, he didn't. But he got sucked into it. I think that I think even though he was a bad dude, I think the court system kind of failed Charlie in a way. And I know that's crazy to say, but if we're just taking from law, going by law, I think the court system kind of failed uh, Charlie because they just wanted to put the boogeyman away. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was a, you know, the cult one, it's weird because, you know, the Manson family is a cult and they're probably one of the most famous cults, but like, because their body count isn't that huge, I guess, but it's crazy because it's one of the biggest murders of all time. Like, like Sharon Tate's one of the most notorious murders of all time. You know what I mean? Do you have any opinion on the Manson family? Well, Not really, I mean, I
2: mean, I mean, the whole thing is that, uh, the way I see it uh, with uh, Charlie and the Manson family Mm. was, uh, they, they saw where it could very easily go, uh, especially after know, uh, the Tate murders and and all that. Yeah. And that's why, you know, they went and put the kibosh on, on, on Charlie. Because the fact was that you can look at, at 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 them going after Charlie as if they went after Jim Jones earlier. Yeah. Okay? Because I with uh, I mean I saw I've seen interviews with Charlie and and all of that yeah, Charlie's and,
0: actually not a religious cult that's probably why
2: well Charlie's I one mean
0: that's, well, his religion was like sex and do whatever you well
2: want. I mean I I mean I mean the thing is that Charlie it depends on what you consider really religion it's religion Charlie. is is the way of life it's the way of you know looking at things I mean yeah, Charlie's religion was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That was Charlie's religion, okay? And he definitely, I mean, he was a a very uh, charismatic and uh, kind of polarizing figure that brought a lot of lost souls to him, which he could manipulate and, uh, you know, convince them to do things. Um... Now the fact is that if he if they that killed let's say some uh random uh people in suburbia or in the township or somewhere else, you know, I could very easily see Charlie, you know, racking up quite a body count for a while until he was stopped. But because you know, they, they killed someone as, as notable and as high profile as Sharon Tate's. That's why they were able to go and, and they figure out, uh, who was behind it. They got Charlie and, and his group. And, and even though Charlie was not there to commit the actual atrocities, it was obvious that, you know, he was the, uh, the the mind behind it, the the inspiration for these murders. And it was very easy uh, for them to uh, see at the very beginning that he was a man that had a lot of control over these people. So
0: uh, I read that chaos book. It's a good read uh, about Charlie a bunch of really cool theories in there. You know, one of them's kind of about how Roman Polanski almost had like a sex cult and, you know, and like almost forced Sharon and doing stuff, speculation. Um, and, uh, you know, Charlie would get like, would have like, cause he'd pimp out his girls. Charlie is a pimp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'd get tight and bring around guns and drugs and girls. And he was kind of like a, I assume to be like a Charlie like a hippie Jeffrey Epstein. Cause I'm sure if people wanted girl, like girl, girls, Charlie could probably find them too. You know what I mean? So I think, I think Manson was kind of just like an entertainment, maybe even political. I know that there's very weird ties with how close he was with like FBI people and stuff like that. So uh, it's interesting, but I want to pop into another one real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, cool. Uh, the Order of the Solar Temple. You know what I mean? Which I'm not super-duper in tune with this one, but uh, it's a very interesting one. Started by Joseph de Mambro and Luc Jarrett in 1984. It's another 84 one. In Geneva, the Order of the Solar Temple cult believes in the existence and ideals of the Knights Templar, which is an organization of the most powerful of the Western Christian military orders that existed, during the 12th to 14th century. Um, And if I remember correctly, they were like unjustified. Like they were the, they were like these high ups, but like they were like back, backstabbed. Like they, 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 they they were all killed sneakily by like the people that they like worked for. If I remember correctly, they believe in establishing correct notions of authority and uh, power in the world. In assisting humanity through a great transition. They also believe to be uh, in the second coming of Christ as a solar god-king. In 1994, Dimambro ordered the killing of a three-month-old infant, that's, that's a bad look, identifying him as the Antichrist. This cult is known for the execution of mass murders and suicides in Switzerland as part of religious rituals. The dead believers left farewell notes claiming that they were leaving to escape the hypocrisies and oppression of this world. Very dark. I can almost see a Twilight episode where like, that kid actually was the Antichrist. But rest in peace to that kid because I got a good feeling he wasn't the Antichrist. Um... Yeah, the antichrist is Donald Trump, but we're not getting it. Oh, come on, dude. Right <laughs> here, just because of the red hair, you think he's devilish. So this was some hard- wait, 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 hold on. Donald Trump actually has hair? I thought it was a wig. Oh, I don't know. I don't care <laughs> enough about it. I don't get into it. Donald Trump paid me off a couple times, and then we stopped doing business together.
2: So you're Stormy Daniels.
0: I know a Stormy, but not... <laughs> alright so the deal with this is uh, correct notions of authority and power in the world baby yeah that's some wild stuff like I was almost vibing with them in the beginning where I was like alright they look up to the Knights Templar who were like the highest of the highest protectors and military folks if I remember correctly and uh, so that's kind of a cool thing to kind of look up to and kind of base your deal on but it lost me a little bit when you go killing three month infants. There's something up with that. I mean, you could also believe, you know, believe, you know, believing that you're here to help humanity through a great transition. I can kind of support that because you know, big transitions happen all the time in society.
2: Yeah, but it's the question
0: is a the bi- time, but-, but the question is a big
2: transition into what. You well, can a do a big a big transition into worse than we are right now, or are we going to you know some kind of utopia? Or what? Uh, I mean, it all depends on what they consider the big transition is, and whether the big transition is good for everybody or just those in power.
0: Usually, just for them. Uh, they b- believe in the second coming of Christ as a solar god king. I'm interested in what that means. If that's a tech, if that could be a technology thing, or oh, uh, well, like, we're going to have
2: like a, a solar eclipse and, and 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 sunspots that are going to you know fry out uh, of the world. I guess or if maybe- there
0: was a, if it was a transitioning type deal, you, know, you know, into this, like, weaved into it, like it is. Maybe it's a an eclipse. Mm. I don't know. Solar God King could also be like burning. You know, they say the world can end in a, you know, multiple different ways, but two of them would be, they say if the sun goes out, we get the, another ice age and it's bad news beers. Uh, but they say also the sun can get too close or something like that. And then we cook up like barbecue season You know what I mean? Which? Uh, um, you, what would you rather? Would you rather freeze to death or take the big burn? I'd rather have neither. If you want my honest opinion. Well, I'll give you my honest. I probably, <laughs> if I had to pick, I would pick freezing to death. I think. They do say that when you're freezing to death, they find people uh, nude a lot of the time because once before you go out, you get uh, your brain like breaks and you think that you're fucking hot. That's how, that's, that's like, you, you want to see a broken man. You see a fucking person when they, we're in that stage where they the last 10 hours in the freezing cold now feels like they're in Hawaii. You know what I mean? I want to see the look in somebody's eyes at that point. That's quite a look, I bet. I want to put that look on a t-shirt and say, everything going to be all right. So the Solar God King you know i don't know i almost vibe like that could be a solar flare that burns mm-hmm. thing, burns it up or something but yeah that infant getting killed bad news rest in peace that's awful um I'm, i almost feel bad about that joke but then i go well it was it's, it was more of a question and it is kind of an interesting question that imagine if that infant actually was um Hawkman, you don't believe that you or you think Donald Trump's the Antichrist, right? The
2: truth is that um honestly when you boil down to it, we are our own, you know, devils. We are our own, you know, I mean, we make hell on earth it as as, as 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 I I don't think we need an antichrist. I mean, the the question is if you look at it, all these people who are, you know, ahead of these cults, they themselves, you can argue, are the antichrist. I mean, they are trying to um, put themselves like in in the uh, position of a Christ-like figure. Like we're trying to find and and make a new society with a new religion that, you know will uh be better and and, and be more inclusive or, or help us, you know, those who feel like they don't belong in the current religious structure restructure to find themselves in, you know, a new kind of you know family
0: uh dynamic. This cult is known for the execution of of mass murders in suicides so you know in switzerland as part of as part of religious rituals so breaking that down is like you know they're, they're known for the execution of mass murders so a bunch of people they're killing off people cash? Well, the hand of god cutting them down and then the suicides makes me think that they're very big intimidators you know what i mean like they put their presence pretty big well
2: I mean I mean I mean if if you have people that you know commit commit themselves to believing that these people are the ones that uh giving them uh a less chance of some kind of redemption and all that it it wouldn't take too much for them to say hey uh if you take your own life now uh you'll you know To get the uh, first ticket to, you know, heaven or Nirvana or whatever they are hoping is on the other side after they die. And the trick about uh, dying is that it's a one way trip. So if you get there and you realize that it's not exactly what you thought it would be, you can't quite come back and say, hey, can I get a
0: refund? That's the deal. You know, mass murders and suicides as part of a as a religious rituals is very creepy. Like all that bad stuff as part of a religious ritual makes me kind of think the religious hey, it might not be uh you know it might not friendly. It might not be the most friendliest of religions. I don't know. That's a creep one. That one creeps me out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean. I ain't going to be lying on some stuff like that. That was some creep stuff, a shizzle. Uh, kind of falls in a little bit with our next one, which, of course, as you know, the Bavarian Illuminati. Yeah. You know what I mean? Illuminati is a big one. Founded in 1776 by Adam Weishaupt, this cult is one of the main Illuminati groups. Apparently, this cult was opposed, uh, was opposed to superstition. Uh, obscurantism, religious influence over public life, and abuses of state power. Yet they remain known as the world's biggest conspirators. Allegedly, there are many big shots in this cult who control world affairs by masterminding events and planting agents in government and corporations in order to gain political power and influence to establish Rules of a New World Order. Yeah, that's heavy duty stuff for sure. That's the the, the movers and shakers for sure. Um, what do you think, What do you think over there, Bubba Gum? What do you think about that? What do you think about the Bavarian Illuminati? Now, Bavarian cream donuts are some of the best. Bavarian donut you can get, so I assume the Bavarian Illuminati is top of the line Illuminati, hmm. right off, right off the.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, every uh, there, uh, there's been you know secret societies since the beginning of time. I'm sure if you went back in the time machine you'd probably find the caveman Illuminati that uh, made sure that uh, instead of uh, creating a four-wheel drive, they only uh, learned how to do a one-wheel drive.
0: The thing I I always appreciate about these secret societies is like... uh, the 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 supernatural element of things like in regular day life it's like they they go there's no such thing as like a paranormal world you know that ain't real but this stuff it they're they're like worshiping darker things but like they're definitely yes this is real deal stuff you know what I mean like yeah that's what I kind that's I, I give them that I give them kudos on that you know they're not afraid to show their spiritual side. Uh, yeah well i'm I mean like I said before i mean when
2: you get into uh the spiritual side and 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 all of that stuff is the fact that i mean, we all know that you know life is not always easy yeah. and 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 it's tough and and people like to think that first of all, there's reason to everything that's happening, the good and the bad, especially the bad. Right, I know. like, hey, I'm a good person, I pay my taxes, I, 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 I'm making all that, why is it, you know, all this bad shit's happening to me? And then, of course, you have someone who's saying, well, you know, if you come with us, you worship what we worship, you know, uh, we can, you know, show you how to use, uh, get in touch with these kind of like spiritual dark uh, forces that will, you know help guide you and help guide you into, you know, being more successful in this plane of existence. And when you die, you'll go to a whole new plane of existence where things will be so much better. And, of course, it, it's it's like, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know, you know you, if you go through this door, you know, you're going to get everything that you want, but... The trick is you can never go back through the door. It's a one-way trip. You can't just go there and realize that uh, you've been hoodwinked and turn around and go through and says, hey, you said I was going to get this, but I didn't get this. And, you know, whether it's the Illuminati or any other cult, that's one of the biggest things is that they keep on promising you kind of answers. A lot of times these answers you'll never find out. And if there is an afterlife, maybe you'll find out after that. But even after that, there's no guarantee because you don't know what's on the other end. You've never had anyone go all the way to the other end, come back and say, hey, this is what death is. This is
0: what's on the other side. Right. Yeah, I never... Illuminati is uh... I feel like it, like reli- it's not quite like a religious Illuminati, like, like money. I feel money and power is kind of that religion. I think I think they're more in a line of like a Manson power thing. Uh, more so than a religious thing, but like I said, there, there are those dark arts, you know what I mean? Which is spiritual. It is religious. It's just maybe not. Uh, you know the religion that whatever you know what I mean, but it yeah, is- well, well, I mean you can look
2: at it this way that you know the whole whole power the whole religion thing is through uh and through the money through um, all all that kind of stuff. I mean you uh you can argue that the spirituality that they they're trying to mask it with spirituality even though the whole point of it is the the accumulation
0: of wealth and the accumulation of power. True. All right, we got to roll up into the next one. I feel like people are uh, wondering what time it is. <laughs> uh, next up, one of uh, you know the most famous from from our time that I remember the most: uh, Heaven's Gate. You know, I remember this. I I seen the big smile creep on your face because it goes, it's like comfort food almost. Yeah, Heaven's Gate, you go. Man, I remember what that looked like on the TV live. I remember how that went down. Heaven's Gate is another UFO religion, uh, doomsday cult found in the 70s. Apparently, the founders of this cult claim that they have arrived on the earth in a UFO from another world. Uh, kind of riding along the lines of some Scientology t- type stuff. They also urge their members to shed every attachment to the planet. I believe even their pinochles, mm-hmm. uh, to the eligible for, to, to be eligible for another level to level up. You know what I mean? Uh, as the earth was believed to be wiped clean. Well, that's some scary stuff. Now, they urged their... I'm going to go over that again real quick. I think I hacked it up. They also urged their members to shed every attachment to the planet to be eligible for another level, as the Earth was believed to be wiped clean, too. Interesting. In 1997, the bodies of 39 members of the cult were found by the police. They had committed mass suicide Believing that it would take them to an alien spaceship that was behind the comet Haley Bop and which in turn would take them to another level. This one this one's heavy because I remember it breaking down. I remember they had the Nike shoes, which are extremely hard to get. I actually looked in again that year in style. Could be kind of functified. Uh it's almost like getting some, you know, old school Jordans, I guess. Of uh, some folks who uh, some athletic uh, super powerhouses like uh, Dodd, I believe his name was. Um, the, the Heaven's Gate one is there was a really cool mini series on this not too long ago somewhere, but this was a crazy one where uh, it was this. I don't think I don't think they were husband and wife, but it was this male and female group, uh, and that was their deal that that that. that you know, everything, everything they kind of believed the whole time, like they were going to ride out behind the comet type deal. I think, I don't know, I could be wrong. But long the one thing I know is that like they were talking about what the plan was for the longest time. And then the girl actually got cancer and died. And like, that wasn't a part of the plan. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Then it went to a really weird place, like that delusion thing I was talking about before. Where like you already go so far, and that was the big thing with Heaven's Gate too. Is like it was a breakdown of like it was Manson style breakdown of the mentality, pull them away from the family, take away all their identity. Like I said, they were they were doing the um, they were cut they were like cutting off dicks and shit. You know what I mean. That was one of the things they did. There's, a, there's an actual medical term, castrate, and there you go. They, uh, they had to castrate themselves or whatever. That was a real deal. Very wild and crazy stuff. And they, there was, um, they all did videos that they sent home to their family. And you want to see some videos of some law, it was like a self-help group fucking deluxe, dude. There's some lost motherfuckers in the video, dude. You look into the eyes into the videos of these people talking about where they're going and stuff, and you just want to, like, you just want to, like, give them a hug and be like, yo, anybody ever tell you that I hope fucking you have a good day today? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, these people are tore up. It's real sad. And it, like, it's proven point of, like, it's just kind of, in a lot of situations, lost people looking for something, and unfortunately, man, they stumble into the wrong folks, and you know what I mean? Yeah, it turns into an issue for everybody. Yeah. Well, you always have to
2: worry when people start telling you to cut yourself away from family, from friends, Yeah, when they start saying, you know, give us all your worldly possessions, you know, cut yourself off from, from this stuff, because you know, when when, when you when people get isolated, I mean, you can come in, yeah, you know, as, as you know, with uh, normally just you know a regular person with you know hopes, dreams, and uh, you know uh, family and, and and connections to the other world. But you start you know cutting people out, and and, and especially if someone is telling you to cut off ties with. You know your your family, your loved ones, and you know cutting yourself off from uh, all worldly uh, things that that is a huge red flag that you are being you know not only isolated but manipulated.
0: Yeah, yeah. If people, if you are ever sitting down next to somebody. And they're telling you that you need to level up, go to the next level. And you're not playing Super Mario Brothers. You just walk out of that house immediately. There's nothing, nothing, nothing there for you anymore. You know what I mean? Next up, yeah. Children of God. Now, this severely twisted cult, founded by David Berg, and also known as Family International. It's very friendly sounding. Is devoted to pedophilia and sex. To put it bluntly, the followers of this cult believe that sex with children was natural and right, based <laughs> on the belief that a, the uh, that apocalypse is coming. Do the do which is, it makes it a doomsday cult. This cult uses flirty fishing, which is use of sex to get new members for it. The children who were born as a result of flirty fishing. Were referred to as Jesus babies. Rose McGowan, an American actor, escaped from this cult and revealed some of its brutality later. It is rumored that the female members of the cult are also forced to go into prostitution and sex slavery. Yeah, that's fucking hard to the core. Yeah. It's like, that's awful. That's horrifying. Um, very scary when you hear stuff like that. It's like phew, the darkest. Like, I was thinking about the, the previous one before was dark, uh, where you know, where they were just going around, killing, and making people commit suicide for like religious reasons. And then it even got darker for crying out loud. But, um, I remember Rose McGowan saying, talking about. Something going down. Uh, I, I believe she was involved with Weinstein, right? Um, I th- I think there was I an incident, was. but yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I mean, much love to her, man. She's had one hell of a life, and she's wrapped up with Weinstein too. She had, um, but that's some craziness right there. Yeah, it's a wild deal, you know. That's kind of like almost like. I vibe with, you know, it, it, it could be an LA thing, you know what I mean? And if if so, then these are what, this is what Dog has been talking about forever. You know, this is all the things we've always heard about these weird cults and the underbelly of uh, Hollywood, you know, kind of has that vibe to it. But uh, next up, and I think the final ride, you know what I mean, which everybody out there go, is getting excited. They can go to bed, they can pray to their favorite religious cults before zonking out for a good night, you know what I mean? Um, this one I wanted to save for the last, because kind of has a special place in my heart. You know what I mean? Uh, and there is, a, there is a future episode coming where we dive deeper into this. All these will get dove into deeper in the future. Uh, but right now, we'll go The Church of Youth in Asia. You know what I mean? Started by Chris Corda in Boston. Local. Uh, This was relatively, I mean, I don't know. We live in New Orleans, so I don't know what, I don't know. I guess it blew it. You know, this was relatively new religious cult. Apparently, the cult is devoted to restoring the balance between humans and the remaining species on Earth and excessively forbids its members to procreate. This cult also has four chief doctrines suicide, abortion, cannibalism, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, of the already dead people, you know what i mean, and sodomy as the sexual act doesn't lead to procreation. Uh the boast of slogans like save the planet, kill yourself, which is the one that caught my eye a while back and uh if i could see that on a t-shirt, i'd buy that. If i caught that in store at Walmart, i'd buy that. No big uh, also they have a slogan, and this isn't the opinion of Behold the Pill podcast, but, uh, eat, eat a queer fetus for Jesus, which is pretty, uh, pretty intense, which should give you an idea of about how extreme this cult is. So that's a wild deal. Started up, uh, in good old Massachusetts. You know what I mean? Home of 80 for Brady. (laughs) And, uh... It ends here, at the end of the Behold the Bill podcast episode. But, Hawkman, what do you think about this? Would you rock a t-shirt to save the planet kill yourself on it? Uh... (laughs) Definitely that over the other all day long. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, if
2: I I had to get... uh... One or the other. I, I I take that for the, you know, uh, dark humor uh, points.
0: What's but, crazy uh, is like you see stuff like this, and it's like the Jesus. You know, people. Some people believe in Jesus. Some people don't believe in Jesus. If Jesus was a real, if you were to put it in your mind is Jesus being a real character, a real person, and whatever what he represents. It's like where do people think that Jesus would be like hating like that? you know what I mean well like, I
2: mean I mean here's support. the thing I always find amazing yeah. is that you know jesus uh, was was all about you know um be kind to your neighbor, try to help other people, and those who keep on spouting you know i uh, i I believe in jesus jesus is is uh is, uh, you know, right, you know, and, and, and you're listening to what they're saying, and you're like, how can you say you're a Christian, a Catholic, that you believe in Jesus and his teachings, and you are saying this, because do you honestly think Jesus would actually side with you in this debate?
0: It's a weird deal, it's almost like, um, it's almost like to equate it to like a situation where like you're at a you're in a bar with a friend. You get it you and your friend get it, you get into a fight with somebody and argue it was, you get into an argument with somebody and the friend attacks that person. Like like a dog almost, you know what I mean? Like loyal yeah. like a dog's loyalty type protection type deal. It's almost like that's the only thing I could equate it to, which like psychologically isn't quite just, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's good to have people that would uh, write on it and bada boom, bada bing, got to do it, got to do. But it's like, there's also, there's an issue. There's almost, there's an issue there as well. You know what I mean? That it's so easy to pop. Um, if it's not, like, something worth popping over, you know what I mean? I think we all know folks that get crazy quick, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah.
2: honestly, the, the way I see it is yeah. that people like to fight. People like to to hurt other people, okay? That's just in our nature. It, mm-hmm. We're animals, okay? Right. And whenever there's a a an excuse, because... Yeah. We live in a society where we have to put on the facade that, yeah, we, we, uh, hurting other people isn't good. I, I agree with that. I, I don't think it's right to, you know, start a fight and, and or, or treat someone bad because of, of how they look and all that. But then you have someone who says something like, well, you know, I might, I, I, I don't agree with the Bible, or I don't agree with, uh, you know some of Jesus' teachings, and here's here's the thing. Okay, the people that attack those who don't agree with, you know, that say the Bible some of the teachings, don't aren't showing that they believe the teachings either. Yeah, because if they actually believed in Jesus' teachings, they'd be like, okay, this let's, this let's talk about it. this, you know, have a dialogue. Jesus, I mean, other than, you know, uh, trying to, you know, engage people on a, a sympathetic front where you treat people with respect. Yeah. I mean, I always thought that was a huge thing about Jesus's teachings. But you look at these people like, oh, this person, you know, believes in gay marriage. Okay. Well, gays are, are, it says here in the Bible that a man should not lay with another man, which is like one little thing which is written in this book, which was written by men, okay? God did not come down and write the Bible, okay? It was men taking teachings that Jesus put out and then took their own spin on it, all right? Because they're like, huh, how can we use this book to control all these people very easily claim that God, God came down and told me why right the right. No, Mister, you know, priest over there said, you know, maybe we should throw out these <laughs> that, that kept on pushing the love narrative. Let's go over here and focus on on the things that we want to focus on, so we could have a stranglehold on these people. The Nugent
0: yeah well, I'm with you, so ladies and gentlemen, that was a journey into uh religious cult you know this was get to know your religious cult you know what I mean our cults plural what a journey what a journey you know what I mean uh, yeah brother Alex, thanks for taking the journey with us. you know what I mean I appreciate that <laughs> buddy. Yeah. See- yeah now
2: I'm going to have to go and
0: Wash myself clean
2: afterwards.
0: Yeah, it's an, it's always good to t- dive into these things and know that they're out there, and I, it's good to know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, go take a shower, get clean, because you know what? After you take a shower, I'm gonna come in there, I'm gonna see how clean. Yeah, that's my my Rodney Dangerfield from Natural Born Killers. Uh, rest in peace, Tom Sizemore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Doing a big style. Uh, He's now beholding. So, with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy more episodes where you heard this one for free in the audio form, we do have boombastic streaming for anybody who likes video forms of things. You can check out the video. But you know what? Why am I saying that? Because Behold doesn't even do that. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous for us to appear in Physical form. We want people. We want people to at least have to go onto our Facebook page and give us the hit, or go on our IMDb's or something to give us the hit if they want to do the big kill zone or something like that. No, ten
2: people. No,
0: we're good. We're, we're a nice middle of the road gang here. Yeah, we're 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 family friendly. And we we're cult friendly, and we're you know. We're, we're for people what's interesting about a lot of those cults is like they do have that there there is a great a bigger picture in in mind it's kind of a rugged way of getting to it but like they have this better place better world set in their head some of them are just uh filled with hate some of them are trying to actually save the earth you know some of them are you Know doing whatever is very interesting stuff, but a lot of them have fallen asleep like us. It was a late night at Behold the Pale. I thank y'all for taking this ride with us, always fun. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, Behold, Behold the Pale podcast.
1: Woo!
3: Something that we're being taught to do. Um a cult that practices and teaches free love, regardless of age, will certainly attract people that have a proclivity towards underage sex. I was eight years old when I was taught to do an erotic dance, which was filmed with two other girls. One was five and the other one was three, and it was filmed and sent to Berg. And then I had to perform it for the whole commune. You were exposed to it. I was actually taught how to have sex. I was um, set up for date nights at a very young age. Um, um, Notwithstanding, I'd suffered quite a lot of sexual abuse from adult men. The person who was abusing me and several other um, girls in the commune one night I um, kind of became aware that he was molesting my sister and I, I I distracted him so that he would stop molesting her and molest me instead. Um, you know, you need to think of it like... Uh, a domestically violent relationship, that kind of toxic bond uh, restriction of... uh, The leaders would keep your passport, for example. um, You know, you had to relinquish all your personal goods to the greater, the commune. Um, So it's, you know, it's, it's quite severe entrapment. When you're going through that much abuse you feel in your gut it's wrong you know it's wrong you feel the resistance <laughs> to it you know the punishment the uh, constant coercive control whilst everybody was having their orgies free love sex they would no longer be permitted to enjoy the sex for each other they had to fantasize that they were actually having sex with jesus Um, men included.